Hello and welcome to the first season of Talk Sustainability with Sandeep. I am your host Sandeep Raghuvanshi and over the course of this podcast series we will deep dive into corporate sustainability from an Indian context and investigate more through our conversations with multiple relevant stakeholders. So what if I told you that you can start a business from raw material pool worth 14 billion dollars made available free of cost every year in every city's neighborhood convert into a useful product that has a huge unmet demand sell through a distribution network that are required by law to take your product and while doing so heal mother earth and improve well-being of humans and all other living beings that sounds too good to be true isn't it yes it is to some extent There are several challenges also to be thrown in the mix but everything that I said earlier is still true. But what is life without challenge? So what is that business that we are talking about? It is converting food and other organic waste streams into useful products such as compost. Now this was the topic of my conversation with Vaman Acharya, an entrepreneur who has been running a successful compost business near Bangalore for more than 20 years now. You can hear the complete interview in two parts on my podcast channel Talk Sustainability with Sandeep. In the interviews he highlights both the opportunity and challenges of operating in this space in India. So if you're someone who's passionate about creating an impact and to solve this massive urban waste problem of India but at the same time you want to create a profitable business then here are some of the pointers that you may want to uh, to keep in mind while you begin your research and prepare a business plan out of it for any anything to run at an industrial scale the first and foremost requirement is that a company needs to have a steady and near consistent supply of raw materials so now while there is a lot of organic municipal waste that is being generated not all waste is equally attractive financially to process so when you start looking for the hot spots and the major sources to get your feed stock there are some here are some of the examples of the kind of thing that you want to look for F- the first source that you want to look for is the food industries in your neighborhood because the most valuable resource for your organic waste raw material is food industries so these could be your grain processors your fruit processors and the likes of them and the good news is that because these industries are doing some value added product and their primary focus is on that value added product they are willing to pay you to collect their waste out of their premises the second kind of source that you want to look for is the sludge that comes out from the food processing industries butcheries uh, fish storage or anywhere else in food industry where wash is being done and that sludge is treated and handled properly segregated of course and the third kind of source that you want to look for is some good sources of carbon waste so some examples of that could be products like cocopeth which is extracted from coconut shell which is a very very good source of organic carbon and you can look for what are the sources which are available in your neighborhood it is important to know over here while you select your raw material sources is that along with fibrous waste you always need some real garbage like material which has bacteria and fungi in it 
because the vegetable and garden waste so these are of course very rich in these organism organisms and these bacteria and fungi are essential for the conversion process of fibrous material into organic manure otherwise you will have to add culture to this waste streams which will add to your overall cost so if it is available naturally as part of your feedstock it is more beneficial okay so once we have sorted the feedstock and we are aware of the of the quantity and the consistency of that then the question arises is what kind of products can one make out of them so there is a wide range of products that can be extracted out of this waste stream but with different level of sophistication in terms of process which would mean a certain level of capital investment also that goes into that the highest value items that can be extracted out of it are the valuable nutrients and nutraceuticals which are still prevalent which are still present in high volumes in this waste many food waste such as your citrus food waste they have very high nutraceutical content the minerals the vitamins and all of these have not only very high nutritional value but they also have very high economic value as ingredients that go into some of the food and drug industry besides these there is possibility to extract oils essence colors carbons and some other high value products out of them the next layer comes out of animal feed uh, as a byproduct or as a product now animal feed is a large market and it's a growing market in india animal bodies also have much better ability to process a wider range of food compared to the human bodies your fibrous uh, food waste can be used as an input to prepare animal feed also the uh, some of the contents that come out of the process industry where there could be a borderline or past the the date expiry date but it could still be in a in a in a form that could still be used as an input to prepare animal feed so that is the second tier then one should also look for the uh, the possibility to ferment the waste and make biogas out of this waste it has two benefits one is that biogas itself has an economic value but secondly the organic manure that comes out of such process is also of a higher quality because the carbon part is taken out so it is richer in nitrogen and your cn ratio is much better so it becomes very good for the soil and finally when all other higher value items have been extracted then the remaining waste should be uh, which is basically nitrogen and some other residual minerals that should be composted converted back into rich soil which can be returned back to the mother earth which also has a price available uh, which is a market available and here it is important to think of multiple product streams because converting organic waste into compost which essentially is a rich soil is not very attractive business on a standalone basis in in there are several cases of failed compost units uh, primarily because of the lack of uh, lack of favorable economics in the business from 10 tons of organic matter the recovery of organic manure is about 1 ton which is around 10% and if you have costs across the value chain then it might just turn out to be a unprofitable business the price realization is also modest because there are several other factors that impact the price such as the subsidized urea and 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 local availability of lot of those manures elsewhere hence it is very important to think of multiple product streams and if they are done the right way this can be a very attractive business but what about quality and quality control 
so of course all the higher value items have their own specifications which will uh, where their quality will be measured for whatever target industry they have to go even for the compost which is the most bulk uh, item that will be produced and your mainstay the basic requirements of the manure composition are specified in terms of your nitrogen content zinc potash phosphates magnesium etc these materials need to be tested by the manufacturer they are also tested by the buyers of this and even the end users like farmers and all they also can test it and if there are any deviations then there can be penalties which can be imposed on that but that also gives an opportunity to do certain kind of premiumized product out of that okay great so now we know where to get our feedstock we know uh, what products to make out of them then the question comes is how do we sell this uh, here is the good news as per government regulations, all chemical fertilizer manufacturers are required to sell organic manure along with their chemical fertilizers. And why is it so? The reason is that there is a need in the soil to have organic carbon also along with your nitrogens and phosphates, phosphates and potash and everything else that comes in chemical fertilizers. Otherwise, the land continues to turn saline. And this is one of the major issues that is causing serious land degradation in India. So government supports uh, the, uh, the distribution of organic manure by, by the regular distribution channel for the chemical fertilizers by providing them certain subsidies. But these subsidies are available to distributors and they are not available to manufacturers. The manufacturers regularly enter into these contracts uh, with, uh, with these distribution companies where there are requirements and the controls are set over the quality and the quantity. Almost 70 to 80 percent of the total organic manure that is produced from urban waste gets picked up by these chemical fertilizer distribution companies. So this helps the, uh, the compost manufacturers in two major ways. Number one, their sales process turns B2B. So they have the, uh, their products being picked up from their premises themselves. So they can do sale X factory. And the second part is the payment collection process also becomes much, much smaller, much easier. I beg your pardon. Because unlike a situation where these manufacturers will have to go and sell the, uh, the products to individual farmers, not only it's a huge sales and distribution burden, but at the same time, the collection of payments from these individual farmers will be an added strain on the business model. So this solves both of those major issues. But what other sales channels are available besides the distribution companies? So there are several tenders that come out from the government departments like Department of Forest, from Horticultural Department, from Land Development Agencies and others. Uh, either one can participate directly in these processes, in these tenders, or one could supply to the winners because typically the quantities that are uh, that are put up in these tenders are much, uh, much much larger than the ability of most of the tender winners also to to cater to and besides these two channels there is more opportunity which will be through the mass retail channels if one can add more nitrogenous material make it more humus make it fine good smelling water holding or any other kind of innovations that can be put in then one can fetch premium pricing by selling them in the retail channel to customers through department stores, through supermarkets. And these sales will typically happen small packs of 1 kg and 5 kg and 10 kg, etc. Okay, great. So we have 
raw, raw material availability in every neighborhood. We can even get some money to pick up that raw material and bring to our facilities. <clears throat> we have a range of products that we can manufacture out of them. And if the product mix is done the right way, then it's a quite an attractive business plan as well. We have sales and distribution channel also sorted out. So are there any challenges? Of course there are, right? What is life without challenges? Now, number one and the foremost uh, consideration that anyone should have getting uh, entering into this business is to tone down expectations from municipality. Now, most municipalities in India are financially weak, but even if they are not financially very weak, they're psychologically unprepared to pay for the garbage. So the business plan has to be made without expecting any support or benefits that come out from municipalities and hence it is very important to think of the industrial waste generators as the raw material source. Some municipalities are doing a better job than others in collection and segregation and there they can also be a good and valuable source of the, of the raw material that comes out. But it is very important to treat that as a bonus and your base case should not assume any support to come out from municipalities. The second important element, the second important challenge to keep in mind is that the waste collection and disposal infrastructure of India remains poorly managed. So while waste collection is becoming more and more organized and there is more segregation happening at household levels and industrial levels, etc. But be prepared to find innovative solutions to avoid your daily frustrations with your drivers, with lorry owners, with waste handling contractors and others. It also sort of results that in every step there is some cost involved to get this material uh, from the source to the processing facilities and hence the right negotiation and the economics of tipping fee is very important. And finally, as we discussed earlier, it is very important to have the have a multiple product mix. Unless you are extracting these high value products and bringing down the cost of the input that goes for the final compost manufacturing, the business as it stands today at least is a borderline margin business. So without having all these products, it is very difficult to make a highly profitable business and make strong margins that will be attractive return of investment. Food waste is a serious problem and 1.3 billion tons of food is wasted per year globally. In India, it is estimated that around 40% of food is wasted. And this, when we talk about food waste, we are not only talking about the edible part of it. It is important to realize that only 5-7% to of a plant is consumed and rest has to go back to soil for next year crop to come. So managing this waste is not just about getting rid of our backyard problem. This one-way movement of hundreds of trucks and containers to the city and nothing going back to the sources is cause of serious challenges, which includes falling water tables, land degradation, increased use of chemicals and pesticides, and also loss of biodiversity because of more land being used for agriculture. If you have a problem-solving bent of mind and you are an innovator and wish to contribute to solve this issue while making a good business out of it, then this is something you may want to explore more. And if you are someone who has useful information on this subject or have success stories that you would like to share, please reach out to me. We need to build a community from all walks of life across the value chain to do our little bit in solving this problem. There are many things that divide us, but planet Earth unites us. 
Stay tuned to this podcast for more content on sustainability. Take care and stay safe.